Welcome to Sully Sets, musings on sales and life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey everybody, Rick Sully. Very excited to be with you this week. We are doing something cutting edge on the Sully Says podcast. I'm doing a simulcast. And a very loose interpretation of simulcast, but I am recording myself, recording my podcast, and then I'm going to upload that to YouTube. So those of you who want to see my smiling face will have that opportunity. I imagine that's probably one, maybe two people tops, but thank you. Uh, but today we're going to talk about something that's pretty intense, but very important, and it's understanding and managing stress. And the focus of this episode is going to be really to define stress, discuss how it affects your body and your mind, and then give you some tips on how you can reduce or manage your stress more effectively. Now, I originally saw the article in Success Magazine probably two years ago, and I wanted to kind of you know, take the, the premise of the article and put my spin on things a little bit. Now, when we all think of stress, it's going to conjure up a bunch of emotions. I mean, there's some people out there that you didn't say or think the word stress, it causes their anxiety to climb. But it's really a normal reaction the body has when, when changes occur. Uh, you can experience stress in your environment, uh, your body, your thoughts, any number of things. And, and the weird part about it with stress, even positive life changes uh, can cause stress, such as promotion at work. Oh my, what am I going to do with this new responsibility? Uh, buying a house, am I going to be able to pay my mortgage every month? Uh, having children is certainly a stressor for a lot of people, most people, especially if you've never done it before. I'm an extra stress because I had two daughters. I certainly had no idea what I was doing there, but so far, so good. But in any event, the impact of stress on, on our health is, is significant. Nobody's going to argue that. Uh, you know, but we are designed, miraculously designed, to experience stress and then react to it. Uh, you know, it can help keep us alert, uh, motivated, uh, ready to avoid danger. But what starts to happen, it becomes negative when we face these challenges on a regular basis and we don't have any downtime or relaxation between stressors. So we become overworked and then the stress-related tension and problems build. And we all talk about the physiolo physiological changes that occur as re relates to stress. Uh, we've all heard of the fight or flight response that's activated in case of an emergency. That's all driven by stress. But when it's prolonged, over a period of time, that's where the wear and tear on the body starts to really take place, both physically and emotionally, all right? So what we really want to focus on is, is, is coming up with ways that you can, you know, maintain the body's internal balance uh, or equilibrium, if you will. And, uh, and the reason you do that is because if you look at the six leading causes of death, out there today. And this is going to blow your mind. It, it definitely did mine. The six leading causes of death are all directly linked to stress. Heart disease, cancer, uh, lung ailments, accidents, uh, cirrhosis of the liver, and suicide. 
That's a pretty powerful list. So you can see why I took the time and the effort to bring this subject to the forefront of your minds. Because it's always there, but now we're going to work together to do something about it. Now, other part I want to mention, and we're going to delve into this a little bit more later, but you know, one of the, the traps or the pitfalls is when people engage in compulsive behavior. Uh, or they uh, use substances or behaviors to try to relieve or alleviate their stress. I know I've personally done this. I'd be willing to bet that every single one of you had too. Let me give you examples. Overindulgence of food, alcohol, tobacco, uh, drugs, uh, gambling, sex, shopping, uh, and of course the internet. You know, these are all coping mechanisms that we utilize to try to manage our stress. But what starts to happen, instead of us going back to a relaxed state, these substances and behaviors tend to keep our body even more stressed out and cause more problems. Because think of all the things that, that come as a result of those items that I mentioned. All the bad things that are associated with that that can lead to more stress. Okay, so what you do is you're using these to cope, but then you get trapped in this vicious cycle. So it's important that you avoid these coping mechanisms at all costs because they are going to create way more problems than they solve. All right. So now you may be sitting there thinking to yourself, okay, I know I am stressed, or at least I think I'm stressed, but I want you to be able to know for sure. And I want you to look for some of the, the, I guess the contributing, not the contributing factors, but some of the characteristics or signs that will start to emerge if you're definitely stressed. Uh, you may feel dizziness, or have a general malaise or this feeling of being out of it. Uh, you're gonna have a tendency to grind your teeth or clench your jaw because of all that anger and frustration that's building inside of you. You're gonna have headaches. You're gonna experience some acid reflux or, or indigestion. You may have an increase or a loss in your appetite. You're gonna feel tremendous muscle tension in your neck, face, and shoulders. Uh, you're gonna have problems sleeping. That's one of my biggest problems with stress, the problem sleeping because my mind doesn't stop working. Your heart's going to race, uh, you're going to get cold or sweaty palms, uh, you're going to feel like tired and exhausted all the time. This is especially true if you think about the stress related to newborns. Uh, you're going to have uh, sexual difficulties. No one likes to talk about those, but that is a huge uh, side effect of stress. So you can see why it's so critical for us to come up with some solutions for all of us to try to manage the stress so we can live a little bit more of a normal and healthy life. All right. So the first thing I want you to do is take a deep breath. All right. I'm going to do it with you. All right. Because this is pretty stressful putting together this podcast and then recording it and then I've got to upload it. It's a whole thing. Maybe one day I'll do a podcast on how you do that. But in any event, I want to let you know there's hope. There's always hope. And it reminds me of the quote uh, that Red in the Shawshank Redemption said. He goes, hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. You know, this is an important time, I think, for me to kind of deviate a little bit and tell you that Shawshank Redemption happens to be my number three favorite movie on the Sully uh, list of top 25 movies. In case you're wondering, it's behind Goodfellas, number one, and The Godfather, part one. Just thought I'd give you a little insight into uh, what I do with my free time. In any event, here we go. I'm going to give you 10 tips to help you not avoid stress. That's pretty difficult to do but to manage stress effectively. Number one, change the ways you react to stress, okay? It comes down to how you communicate and operate in your daily life. Uh, it's important to express, express your feelings instead of bottling them up. If you're frustrated at work, talk to a colleague, uh, talk to your boss, 
Talk to your employee assistance plan. Just get it off your chest. Don't be negative. Uh, don't uh, bash your coworkers, but just get it off your chest. If you're having trouble with your spouse, communicate to them. You're going to watch the stress is going to start to dwindle significantly when you start to do that. Uh, learn to compromise. And we're going to talk a little bit later about how it's important to say no, but that's part of the compromise process. And be a little bit more assertive. And then this is such a huge part of managing stress, and it's something that probably could take up a, you know, a, whole, uh, a whole podcast on its own, managing your time. As a matter of fact, now that I think about it, I believe I did a Sully Says podcast on time management. That's how important it is. If you manage your time better and you're not overextending yourself, you're going to see and feel that stress just kind of drip away from your body. All right. Number two, accept the fact that there are things you cannot change. We all know what those are. I won't go into those in depth, but I think it's important once you understand that, that you kind of reframe things and look at them a little bit more objectively and a little bit more optimistically. Try to look at the big picture. Okay, yeah, this is a big deal right now, but what does it mean in the grand scheme of things? How is it going to impact my life as a whole? And I think if you're able to do that, it's really going to help with the perspective portion of things. Um, because it's when we make it so big and grandiose and, and overwhelming that the stress, you can literally feel it on your shoulders when you're going through this. Remember, the very first video that I ever did, one of the first podcasts, was... There's only three things in your life that you can legitimately control, and that is your preparation, your effort, and your attitude, or your P, as I like to call it. Everything else is pretty much out of your control. All right, number three, breathing. All right, we talked earlier. I said take a deep breath. Let's do another one. Deep breath, all right? This is critical because you know when we have our normal shallow breathing, what's happening is it's sort of starving the brain and the body of oxygen, which I never realized. Uh, and it's going to affect your immune system and your cardiopulmonary systems. I mean, I never thought I would use the words cardiopulmonary on the Sully Says podcast, but we are growing here. <laughs> and uh, practice uh, taking several deep like, breaths from your diaphragm all the way up. And, and, and especially in tense moments, breathe it in and then just let it out. And you're going to feel your mind, your body, and your soul starting to clear. Learn and practice relaxation techniques, uh, meditation, yoga, tai chi. I just tried something for the very first time this past week, reiki. It's R-E-I-K-I, -I, and I may be pronouncing it wrong, but it's a, it's a healing technique. And it was, it was transformative for me. And it totally relaxed me, and I could feel everything negative sort of releasing from my body. These are the things that you guys have to try to find and practice. If nothing else, get up in the morning, sit quietly by yourself for five minutes, and just let everything wash over you, okay? Number four, make time for hobbies and interests. This is a must, okay? Because it means taking time for yourself. Now, it could be anything. It could be running, walking, Golfing, kayaking, surfing, climbing, biking, you get the drift. I'm throwing a lot of stuff out there at you. It doesn't matter what you're doing as long as it's for you and it removes you from the stressful situation. If doing one of these hobbies adds stress to your life, it's probably not a good hobby. So what if you don't have a hobby? Because I've had people say that to me before. I don't really do anything with my free time. <laughs> Here's an idea. Google how to find a hobby. I did it and it'll blow your mind. 
And what we're trying to do with that is just come up with some ideas and some inspiration to get you looking in a direction that you hadn't thought of before. And finally, make time for it as much as possible. Make it part of your schedule on a regular basis or it won't happen and that it will become an additional stressor. We talked earlier, and I thought it was worth a second mention, uh, this is stay away from unhealthy coping mechanisms. Uh, you know, they, they are awful. Once you start using them, it's going to have a negative effect on your life. Uh, turning to food, alcohol, drugs, uh, it just sets one set of problems and creates a whole other set of problems. So don't ever turn to these, because once you do, you're going to find it's very hard to turn away from them. Okay, number six, and this is something that I've been doing for the last two years, it's called journaling. And basically what it's going to do, it's going to reduce stress by removing the worry and the thoughts that are racing over and over in your mind. By writing down these thoughts, these worries, concerns, hopes, dreams, whatever they might be, uh, they go out of your body and onto paper. And I heard a really interesting uh, uh, kind of an idea the other day. It was during my first uh, Reiki uh, treatment. And the, uh, the instructor talked to me about, you know, if you have these worries and these thoughts, write them down on a piece of paper and then just burn the paper when you're done if you don't want anyone else to see it. Because with a journal, you know, if you leave it laying around, perhaps somebody else might see it. These are deep personal thoughts. You might not want that to be the case. So just burn the paper when you're finished or crumple it up and, and, and throw it deep down in the garbage so no one sees it, whatever the case might be. But just getting those thoughts out there will be such a big advantage for you. And the other thing you can do is look on, there's apps out there where you can record yourself and do an audio journal. That would definitely be work. While you're driving and you're stressed out in traffic and you're a bad day at work, just let those thoughts go in your audio journal when you're done, delete it. Mission accomplished. All right, number seven, positive affirmations can affect our health. Every thought and emotion is gonna create a chemical release into our bodies. It's going to affect our mental, our physical, uh, our spiritual health, and our overall well-being. And, and negative self-talk it can be so damaging to us. If you tell yourself you can't do something, you're not good enough, or you're too heavy, or you're too dumb, or whatever else, you're going to start to believe it, and you're start going to start to live the life of that type of person. So you need to think, live, and speak positively as much as you can. And it will be so transformative for you. So get in the habit of repeating positive affirmations every morning. Now, what I do is I have something on my mirror and it reads, it's simple, I am amazing. I can do anything. Positivity is a choice. I celebrate my individuality and I am prepared to succeed. It's on my mirror in my bathroom every single morning. I see it, I say it, and I believe it. All right, and if you're more of a spiritual person, take this time in the morning uh, to read scripture because it'll serve the same function. Okay, number eight, friendships. These are strong indicators of how strong you are mentally, physically, and spiritually. Uh, it's essential to your work-life balance and, and your health. Uh, isolation, loneliness is going to lead to uh, depression, increase your mortality risk, which is something none of us want. Uh, now, I realize this can be a slippery slope, depending on who you surround yourself with. Back in November of 2017, I did a podcast when I said, are we in fact the reflection of the five people with whom we spend the most time with? So being around your friends is creating more stress. Here's an idea. Get new friends, all right? I know it's easier said than done, but you probably have other people that are kind of on the exterior of your uh, circle who you really like spending time with. Call them up. Say, hey, let's get together. Have a bite to eat. Let's, let's grab some coffee and start pulling them into your circle, and I think you'll see your stress start to decrease as well. Number nine, exercise regularly. Sleep, 
as much as you can at night and eat a healthy diet. Because I'll tell you what, well-nourished bodies are prepared to cope with stress. I lost, uh, you know, about 30 pounds over the last year, year and a half, and it has really been a, a huge difference to me because I've slept better, uh, I just have more energy, so it all fits together so well. Uh, physical activity is critical. We talked about hobbies. All those hobbies I mentioned were physical hobbies. They don't need to be, but in that case, they were. They get 30 minutes of exercise, you know, two to three times a week. Just get out there. I don't care if it's just walking. Just get that blood flowing. Get that heart racing a little bit. Get that energy level up, and you're going to see a positive impact immediately from just doing something as simple as walking 30 minutes every day. Uh, and eat right. You know, have a good breakfast. Uh, coffee's good, but have something else along with it. And it's going to keep your energy up and your mind clear as long as you're eating balanced, nutritious foods throughout the day. Yeah, sure. I love to stop at McDonald's. I haven't in a long time, but I love it. I want to, but it doesn't do any of us any good because it's not healthy for us. Definitely reduce your caffeine and sugar. Very rarely do I have a Coke or, or a soft drink these days. I try to drink as much water as I can. I miss it. But I also know my energy level's up, and I'm healthier as a result. And I mentioned sleep. Sleep's the key to all of this. It's the foundation of all, everything we're trying to talk about because it really fuels your mind and your body. Because when you're tired, it's going to increase your stress, and it's going to cause you to think irrationally and make bad decisions. Okay? And number 10, and this one's critical for you guys out there, learn to say no, especially when saying yes is going to create excessive stress in your life. Just Keep your responses simple. You know, I, I, thanks for coming to me, but it's not a good time right now, or I can't help you this evening. Be strong and forceful in your body language. Don't apologize, uh, you know, too much. Uh, buy yourself some time. If you kind of want to do it, but you're just not sure at that moment, say, hey, can I get back to you a little bit later today? But then get back to them and let them know for sure. And if it's a no, say it with confidence. Sometimes there's a compromise. Hey, I can't help you. You move that, uh, you know, that that uh, piano today. But what can, can we do it on Saturday? Is that a possibility? So you're still saying yes to them, but you're not. You're doing it on your terms and your time limit. Uh, separate refusal from rejection. You're not rejecting a person. You're refusing a request. Uh, and your children. This is a tough one because your kids. Hey, Dad, can we do this? Or Mom, can we do this? And we want to say yes all the time. But it's okay to say no because it's going to help them develop a sense of self-control as well. And it's going to let them know who's in charge by setting boundaries. And finally, be true to yourself. All right, You really need to get to know yourself better and examine what you really want from life. And that's going to help you learn to say no. Okay, so those are the 10 tips to help you relieve and alleviate stress in your life. Now, we covered a lot of ground today as usual, as we do on the Sully Says Podcast. Now, if you've tried these methods or you just don't think they're going to work for you, then let me tell you, please seek treatment with a psychologist or another mental health professional who's, who maybe has a training in stress management or biofeedback techniques or meditation techniques uh, because they can really help you manage the stress of your life because sometimes you just can't do it on your own. And I also encourage you to visit stress.org, which is the home of the American Institute of Stress, and they have some outstanding tips in addition to the ones I mentioned today. Now, hopefully this episode is going to help you live a healthier, uh, more productive and stress-free life at work and at home. Uh, do me a favor. Please tell your friends, your family, your colleagues about this episode because they have stress in their lives too. And this be, may be just what they need to help get over that. As always, I am so grateful for all of you. Uh, it is so humbling to know that you take the time to not only download the Sully Says podcast, but you actually listen and you tell me about it and you comment. 
Uh, my good friend, uh, Bubba Snyder, just told me that he took my, my last podcast about goals, dreams, and bucket list, and he's going to use that with his management team at work. That made my day. Uh, but if you're enjoying what you're hearing, please take time to subscribe uh, via iTunes or Google Play, and always, when you get a chance, leave a review. So thanks, everyone, for listening to the Solly Says Podcast. I think it was a success today with the recording. We shall see. I look forward to connecting again soon on our next episode.